Hey there, Jules here, and welcome to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. My life is a surrender experiment where I choose faith over fear to follow my intuition. And it has all led me here to share wholehearted stories about what I've learned along the way. So take a nice deep breath, settle in, and remember, the light in me loves the light in you. Now let the elevation of your soul's experience begin. Hello, my friends. How are we today? Well, I can just tell you that I am super excited that you're listening. So grateful for your support. I got to say, we've been getting some really awesome text and feedback on our podcast episodes. The last one, Healing Extreme Independence. Um, goodness gracious, y'all made us feel really good about that and processing emotions. Some of the feedback we're getting is healing extreme independence was your best one yet. Thank you, Marty, for that one. Got some great feedback coming in from Mia telling us to continue to do the good work that we're doing. She's so proud of us. Momo, Monique, thank you, thank you, thank you for the blessings and the encouragement that you continue to share to Josh and I. We appreciate you so much. And Justina, curious if we're doing our own editing. Yes, we are, sister. Thank you for noticing. So Josh and I have been producing the show and adding some fun flair to it. And he has been editing everything. So little fun fact, bonus knowledge for you. So our podcast is such an extension of us and so much love that comes from us. I just wanted to take time and make sure that you know how much we not only love doing it, but we love doing it to share it with you. So round of applause for you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. So our topic today is boundaries. We're going to talk about how to identify when it's time to set some boundaries and why it's important. And we're going to pick up where we left off from our last episode, Healing Extreme Independence. At the end of the episode, Josh and I were going over how I had to follow what was best for me, even if that meant going against him. So I know that that type of scenario plays out in so many different ways in so many different relationships. So it feels like the best point to start with on this loaded topic. So let's welcome the absolutely fabulous Josh Fritz, everybody. Well, hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> fabulous to be here once again. Fabulous. So fabulous. You me, the microphone, all of it, all of it's fabulous. So boundaries. And in the conversation and the story, we talked about how I had to do what was best for me, even if that did not make sense for anybody else. And even if that challenged anybody else, including my direct partnership with you. And I'm not saying that anyone should just go willy-nilly and just go around throwing out boundaries because I said so. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is 
you have to really spend some time finding what is important to you and then standing tall on that. So with the idea of having healthy boundaries, we also have to understand that the healthy boundaries are there to help us know what is ours to govern. And the autonomy in that is really important. So let's talk about that word a little bit, autonomy. It's mm, a good word. What does it mean to you? To me, autonomy is like um, my ability to, uh, to control myself or to govern myself, to, you know, to be, to march to the beat of my own drum, you know, or to be my own drum for that matter. To allow yourself to do that. Right. right. Yeah. And you'll hear that word come up sometimes to do with self-care and, and, um, taking responsibility for yourself. And it's really important to know that when you have that type of mindset of, I want to do what's best for me, then there comes a certain amount of self-governing that comes from that. You have to take responsibility for not only your actions, but then also what you allow to come into your life. Right. And that can come in the form of a person, of a relationship, your job, your work, you know, all these different forms. It can also show up in what you're consuming, what you're allowing to come in via um, even gossip or uh, the media or, you know, all these different realms. What, what podcast are you listening besides ours, right? <laughs> <laughs> what movies are you watching? What shows, you know? So all of that stuff, you may have to establish boundaries on them in order for you to be your best self. So you can be in alignment with the world, with the life that you want to not only create, but also live in and participate in. And that takes some very, very careful realizations or really paying attention to your body, to those signals that you get whenever you get put in a situation that is uncomfortable or you feel like, you know, a boundary that doesn't exist yet has been crossed. It creates a, a feeling in you that you're like, mm, I don't necessarily like that so much, but unless you're attuned to, to paying attention to that, you know, you can just gloss right over it and be like, oh, well, it was nothing. You know, it's just me being silly or that's just, that's just me being tender or, um, I'm overreacting. I'm overreacting, right? You're, you're buying into the things that people have told you about, like you said, wearing your heart on your sleeve. Um, you know, that's that, that stuff, those visceral responses that make you feel so upset in that moment mean something. They mean that something was crossed within you and you have to either dig down and figure out what it was or, you know, install the boundaries that we're talking about in order to reduce the impact it has on your life. Thank you, Josh Fritz, because that breakdown brings me to the exact place that I wanted to get to, which is how do you know that a boundary needs to be established? And 
you just broke it down for us so beautifully. When you notice a visceral response, which a visceral response is when you have a big response. It's, it's, it's something that, you know, leaves you and becomes animated almost like mm. when you say, um, you show something to someone and they light up and they're, Oh my goodness. And they have like this big reaction. That's a visceral response. So when you have a visceral response to something that right there is a nice big old clue, a signal that something's going on. So when you are upset, typically angry about something, when you allow yourself to press pause, become aware, go, what the heck was all that about? Why am I upset? What, what's the deeper thing here, right? When you back up and you allow yourself to sit with it, then you go, oh, I'm mad because a line has been crossed. Perhaps the line has been crossed by someone else. They went too far, but it can also work in reverse where you have gone too far. You've allowed something to happen and you didn't need to let it happen. So for example, um, a lot of times when I find myself in that position, I go, oh, ah, there is a need for a boundary there. All right. So then you start to establish, well, what would be best for me in this situation? What would help me be my most healthy self? And I love, have you seen that? You, you've seen it where it says healthy self and it breaks down into heal thyself. Mm, yeah, I've seen that. I do like that. So you think of it like that. So you're trying to heal yourself, finding the trigger, finding the thing that is causing resentment, anger, bitterness, because that stuff we learned in processing emotions causes burnout. So right. we have to be able to identify that stuff. And when you establish solid, healthy boundaries, you're then able to be a healthier version of yourself because not only are you taking care of yourself, you're being a good advocate, you're being a good caregiver to you, but you're also not allowing excess junk to exist in your life anymore. You're, you're, you know, weeding it out. You're like, nope, nope, nope. You can't live here anymore. You can't occupy space in my brain rent-free. You've got to make room for the good that you want to be in your life and to edify you and uplift you and bring you in alignment with where you're really going, where you truly want to be going. So to me, when you find yourself in these situations where you're like, okay, maybe I need better boundaries. The trick here, the slippery slope is where you will then want to throw a wall up and go, oh, I'm going to keep your nonsense over there and I'm going to stay over here and everything's going to be fine. Avoidance isn't helpful. If you need space to catch your breath so you can process through your emotions, you absolutely need to do that. Right. And we've had to do that before too. Yeah. You know. Because sometimes you got to get to, it takes a while to get to the bottom of it mm -hmm. so you can then find the truth 
and then work from there. Right. So, um, walls have just a, they have a level of permanence, you know, mm -hmm. there should be any other person, you know, that you have a relationship or interaction with, you know, is ultimately somebody that, you know, can bring you a blessing. And so if you build that wall and completely block them out forever, then you've blocked yourself from whatever blessing that person was there to offer you. Right. You know, so creating space, like you've said, the space can be wide at first with the, the option, your heart is open to it becoming more narrow, you know, but to, to build that wall and create the space and say, you can never close this gap is where things get just, you know, kind of dangerous. That's not helping you to be healthy. Right. It's not helping you to heal. You lose it. I feel like you like, I'm going to lose a part of your heart in that. You know, I've heard yeah. of people who like, they, you know, cast off one of their parents and just say like, you know, that, that parent is dead to me now. That parent is no longer a part of my life and never will be. Um, and I just can't. Because of something that they've done. Because of something, or, right. And they believe that that is setting a boundary. But that's why we want to be really clear about boundaries and walls. Right. And um, with the idea of having boundaries, not walls, you also have to check your own BS. And if you're hiding behind a wall and calling it a boundary, that ain't going to work. Mm -hmm. So that's also going to cause anger, resentment, bitterness, and it's going to make you sick too. So, you know, you have to think about, okay, if you're going to call boundary on something, if you're going to call boundary on something, you better be able to back it up with the truth that you're standing in and not to explain it to anybody else, but so you know, this is for your own integrity. So you know, okay, well, I am establishing this boundary because this is for my well-being. And when you know that and you feel differently about it, then when the people who were benefiting from you not having the established boundary are no longer benefiting <laughs> because you've set the limits, then you can feel okay with that. You won't feel the guilt that they may try to put on you for, you're just trying to keep me out or you're just whatever the, you know, they come back with right. on a, well, you're, you're being selfish or you're not helping me, whatever, you know, is added in there. And you have to sit back and go, is that true? And if it's not true, then you'll know based on whether this boundary you establish was right for you and not just because you were mad. This is all about healing. And sometimes certain people can't be in your inner circle for a certain period of time while they figure out their stuff or they figure out their own things or you might need to have some space on some certain things in order for you to figure out the things that you need to figure out and get stronger and healthier. And then you can revisit. Nothing's permanent. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all about figuring out what's best for you in the moment. The other side of boundaries that I wanted to talk about is boundaries within yourself on where you won't let yourself go past 
this level of boundary setting was really important to me in our last episode of Healing Extreme Independence. You mentioned this shift that you felt within me that I wouldn't go with you anymore on the fight. Right. You started to notice that. That's because I set a boundary within myself that I would no longer allow myself to go to that place. And the reason why, not only for the obvious reasons of, I don't want to get in a fight. I don't want to do this kind of thing. It's because I know that when I go past a certain level, it makes me feel really bad. And when I feel really bad, it takes me a lot of energy and effort to get back on track, to feel better. And I don't know how long that will take. I don't know how much energy and effort it's going to take for me to get back in the black, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so you just, I think you kind of just get wise to it and you go, I'm just not going to go there anymore. I'm just not going to do it. You know, you, you, I remember that time period, Wayne Dyer's, um, mantra of it takes two to have conflict stuck with me because if it's one-sided conflict it's not conflict like you have the problem and you can keep your problem i'm over here doing what i need to do to keep myself healthy and healing and so when you decide to have that shift on it then you approach your boundaries differently so for me, that boundary was, I have a certain threshold that I will not cross. And sometimes you cross it because you just get so lit up and you get so, but then you pay the price mm -hmm. and then you remember, and you're and like, you know oh, why. that's why I don't go there. That's why I don't get into these situations anymore. Right. This is why I have these healthy boundaries. So I just wanted to not only pick up where we left off, but also encourage our listeners, our beloved friends who have the holidays coming up. Um, we're recording this in November of 2020 when the pandemic is in its third wave of spreading. Most and intense wave. The most intense wave. And there's a lot of conflict of how people are handling it. So I wanted to share the encouragement that you have to do what's best for you. You have to remember that you are the one who has to live within you and be okay with the decisions you make. So if in your gut, in your inner knowing, it's telling you to handle things differently than what your family may be expecting or what others may be expecting of you, you have to check that. You have to sit with that and say, what is right and best for me? And if you go against that, then know that there will be consequences, some type of consequences that you will understand in order for you not to do that again. And what I mean by you not doing that again is go against your inner knowing. Now, if you feel pressured to do stuff because you're wanting to keep people happy with you, then you again have to check that 
what is best for you. Because if you do things and make decisions to make other people feel happy and comfortable, then you're the one that's going to sit with the discomfort of that. And to me, that's too big of a price to pay. Because if it costs you your peace, it is too expensive. I know that my goal is to feel peaceful in my decisions. And so that is how I gauge what I'm doing. If my insides feel nice and calm and solid, and even if it goes against what other people feel, then I know that I'm doing what's best for me and my autonomy is correct. And I want everybody to feel that, even the opposite person in my story, right? I want the other person to do what feels best for them and they get that right too. And so I share this because I've had a lot of wellness calls recently where this is the, this is the hot topic where it's, it's conflict and, you know, we're split and people aren't really sure how to handle it. So just be encouraged to sit in the stillness and ask yourself what feels right, right and allow it to come up and answer you. And then when that answer comes up, it might be different than what you normally do or say, but that's okay if that's the truth. Because then when you find your truth, you stand strong and tall on the foundation of it. So as we move into the holiday seasons, let's keep this conversation rolling. So we're going to dive really deep into this on November 22nd in our next breathing room session. So if you're not a community member, come on, join us. Join up. Let us love on you and come into the safe space where you can be you and we can encourage you to shine and be glorious. Shine, be glorious. Reflect that Take this message of having healthy boundaries and know that you are not selfish. You're not doing anything wrong. You're doing exactly what you're meant to be doing. May this moment, may this episode, may this time bless you and bring you more grace, more peace, and more joy. And remember, the light in me loves the light in you. Till next time. Did you know that you can become a founding member in our community? That's right, we're growing a membership community and you can become a founding member. Our community is dedicated to supporting each other through this life which feels like a hero's journey. Josh and I lead virtual sessions in an encouraging group environment called Breathing Room. And in between sessions, you'll have access to archives and my original guided meditation tracks. So for those of you keeping track, you'll get access to all the breathing room sessions, all archived breathing room sessions, member exclusive guided meditations, access to our private Facebook community, additional supportive content, and you'll forever be known as a founding member. For a limited time, you'll get all of this for $11 a month. And pro tip, your card won't be charged until the first of the month. So you'll get the current month as a bonus. 
you'll be backing a small, purpose-driven business as we support you during these current times. What a sweet deal. Visit julesloves.me slash get hyphen involved or visit Patreon directly. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash julesloves.me.